1: If you're in or near Brighton on the 9th of May, I'll be a guest on a live recording of the Queer I Am podcast. Check out the social medias for tickets and come along. It'd be great to see you, whoever you are. This is Probably True, stories of queer life and even queerer sex. Please be aware that this podcast contains strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. As part of my ongoing mission, to explore strange new genders, seek out new queers and new self-expressions, to boldly snog as many of them as possible, I've started using a different name. I thought something a bit less gendered might be useful. For me, it makes sense that if I'm exploring the delicious and boundless realities beyond the gender binary, I should probably use a name that isn't so stuffed full of testosterone and chest hair. In doing some research about changing my name, that makes it sound really intellectual and clever, I wasn't reading academic papers. I was searching on Instagram and YouTube. One of the first things I found was a trans girl whose dad had been really supportive. So she decided to let him have the honor of choosing her new name. According to the comments underneath, the normal human response for this is to go, Oh, how sweet. That's so lovely. What a lovely, strong bond you must have, and stuff like that. Whereas my first thought was, why? He messed it up the first time, why would you let him have another go? Besides, if I were a dad, and one of my spawn gave me that honour, I know full well how it would go. I am not strong enough to resist, and I would be very proudly introducing my new child, Slagathor, to the world, alongside her siblings, Broschetta and Flem. Or maybe it would be fun to give them nice names, but insist on the wrong pronunciation. It would be hilarious to watch the faces of other parents as I introduce the twins, Penelope and Persephone. For a while, though, I was kind of resistant to taking the step of changing my name. It felt like a big thing. And I didn't want to be like the pretentious girl in my class at school who randomly one day announced that she'd legally changed her name, she hadn't, from Sarah to Esmeralda. But then, this was the same girl whose surname was spelt C H E Y N E and would insist it was pronounced differently about once a year. One time it was Chaney, then the next year it was Sheen, and after that it was Shanae. This ongoing reinvention of herself would probably have worked better if we didn't all live in a small village where everyone already knew everyone else. So no matter how much she tried, Esmeralda Shanae was only ever known on the mean streets of Doncaster as Esmeralda Roo. Oh, Sarah Chain. Yeah, her dad does football down at youth club. So, yeah. It felt a bit pretentious, especially at my time of life. And I mentioned all this to one of my friends who was like, why do you care? If you don't do it now, it's not going to get easier later. Fuck what everyone else thinks. You might as well just do it. Anyone who's going to judge you on it isn't worth your time. Which, you know, was lovely. That felt like the kind of advice I'd give someone else asking my opinion on a similar topic. So it was nice to hear it coming back to me. Then I told him the name I was thinking of going by, and he said... Oh yeah, actually that does make you sound like a pretentious wanker. So, mixed signals. But I decided to take their advice and give it a go. I started with just one or two people and slowly built out from there, which was nice. It served as an interesting measure of who I wanted to share it with and who I could trust not to be a dick about it. It did get a bit confusing after a while though. i decided excited to try and remember who knew what, and especially at parties and other group things. Not sexy group settings. No one cares much about names in that context. Besides, I'm usually known at those kind of events as, oh, I thought you'd gone, or the one who won't stop crying. Anyway, eventually, everyone got up to speed. There was one person, bless them, who I messaged on WhatsApp, and they replied without any words. They just sent me a little video of them changing my name in their phone, which is very sweet. I had a little cry at that. I'd built it up in my head to be this really big thing that I was going to have to talk people through and have arguments about and generally fight my way to the end of, when really, no one batted an eyelid. The answer I got most of the time was, oh, okay. If anything, other people were more accepting of it than I was. It was also super nerve-wracking to talk to my boss and ask them to change my work email and generally make sure everyone referred to me by my new name and pronouns, but... Again, this was a massive deal for me and the tiniest of little details for them. This is a delightful contrast to one place where I worked a few years ago, before I thought about changing my name, where they insisted on seeing copies of my CV, my passport and my university degree before they would employ me, but still managed to spell my name wrong on everything, including my email. On my first day, I pointed this out to my boss. She rolled her eyes and went, you're going to be really precious about this, aren't you? Yeah. It's me name. Took her three months, but she fixed it eventually, and then got made redundant the week after, which was mildly satisfying. Anyway, that was all a long time ago. The more recent job was very nice and really accommodating. Which is good, because I was worried that when I asked them, they'd be like, company policy is to use your real name, you pretentious fuck. We can't just go around using made-up names all the time. Turns out, though, and this might come as a bit of a shock, so feel free to pause this until you've sat down. Turns out, right, All names are made up. You can call yourself whatever you want, and it's all good. That said, it was very cool to see my new name on something official, like my work email, for the first time. It made it seem more real, which was nice. It's also as official as things are going to get, at least for a while. I cannot be buggered with changing my name and going through all the trans admin that comes with something like that. And anyone who's like, oh, it's just one form, it costs you like £50? Like, yeah, all right, calm down, moneybags. But it's not just one form, is it? Because once you've done one form, then you have to do your bank accounts and your passport and your driving license and blah, blah, blah. And a bajillion other things that I can't even be bothered to list, let alone find out how to change. It's a massive pain in the dick that would take months to sort out. Or I could sign up for a new email and change my name on social media. Jobs are good. So for now, at least, I have a government name, which is for official stuff. And most people will never see that or care about it. And I have the name I go by, which is for all the stuff that really matters, like Twitter and what the nice person at Starbucks shouts when they're going to give me my coffee. I'm not using birth name and chosen name, by the way. Not really keen on those. Really, no one has a name at birth. And when you do get a name, it is chosen for you. It's not like when I was born, there was a note tied to my wrist with my real name on it, or I came with one of those signs like they have at the dog's home. Hello, I'm Scott. I'm a bit shy but I'm very food motivated. Feed me a few treats and I'll soon be your best friend. Which is true, but still. Although if we're doing it that way around, they could have described me much quicker and just put Scott Bellend. It's amazing how accepting and not judgmental all of my friends have been, actually. The only even slightly annoying thing is when I meet people who've only ever known me by my new name, because sometimes they'll say something like, oh, that's such a nice name. And I'll say, thanks, I chose it myself. And then they get a bit nosy, like, oh, what was your name before? i like, does it matter? No, not at all. Okay. So what was it? I thought you said it didn't matter. In the hope that they'll get the message. It is pretty impolite, by the way, to ask someone what their name used to be, or even to question if that's their real name. If I'm feeling spicy, it's actually quite fun to take the piss out of people with it. Like, oh, Steve, is it? Nice name, Steve. Did your mum pick it out for you? Anyway, plenty of boring straight people go by their middle names or a nickname or whatever and no one cares, so it really shouldn't be that big a deal. One of my aunties called her husband Lawrence for their entire marriage. It wasn't his name. I think she just preferred Lawrence to his real name. Or maybe she misheard him when they first met and by the time he realised it was too late to correct her. The most awkward thing about changing my name was, as usual, something I managed to do to myself. Come with me, if you will on a trip to one of East London's most celebrated queer drinking dens, and I'll tell you all about it. It was not long after I'd started using my new name, and I was in the pub with a friend of mine. We'd had more than a sniff of the barmaid's apron, if you catch my drift. And this really cute guy started chatting me up. I tried to introduce myself and went, I'm Scott, by the way. Shit, wait, no, I'm not, I forgot, that's not my name. And he just sort of pulled a face at the idiot who doesn't know what their own name is and sidled away, trying not to make eye contact. That's why I'm generally pretty gentle with people who get my name wrong or use the wrong pronouns, because I do it too, all the time. It's all about retraining your brain a little bit, and that can take effort and practice. And, you know, I don't like doing those things, because change is annoying and I'm stubborn. But funnily enough, change is what it's all about. We're all meant to grow and develop and try new things on and either incorporate them or let them go. And there's no fixed me or fixed you because we're all constantly changing. And that's a good thing. Reinventing yourself is a great idea. If you're the same at 40 as you were at 30 or even 20 years old, then you might have missed the point of the whole life thing. We only get to do any of this once. You might as well make the effort, change the things you don't like, so you can enjoy your brief time on this weird little planet as much as possible. Some of you are probably curious about what my new name actually is, but if you've been paying attention for the last 10 minutes or so, you'd have figured it out. Just in case you haven't, let me introduce myself. Hello, I'm... That was Probably True, the multi-award-winning storytelling podcast created to remind all of our queer siblings that we are none of us alone. If you like what you heard and you want me to keep doing it, you can support the show at patreon.com forward slash probably true. Oh, that would be mean to leave you hanging like that. Okay, fine. My name is immaterial.